Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Today I want to teach about direction. Amen. So we call it direction. Amen. So the word direction simply means um, the, the word direction simply means um, instruction. But we, we use the word direction for you to understand that this instruction is not physical instruction or it's not an instruction as you know instruction to be. It's like touching. Yeah. Touching. Do you know there are different types of touches? Yeah. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. Or oh, you don't know? Okay, Amanda, let me get up. So this is a touch, isn't it? So if I touch Amanda, it's a touch, yeah. isn't it? This is a regular touch, amen. But Pastor Joyce, get up, please. <laughs> but see, this is what? Is this a, a regular touch? No. So if somebody is not your partner, you can't touch them like that. You see, but all is touching, but it's a different kind of touch. And Auntie Denise, hold on, stand up, please. But you see, when I touch Auntie Denise like this, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit. You see, this touch is different from the Amanda one. It's different from the pastor dress one. So you see the difference. So this touch, because it's different, we don't call it touch. We call it laying on of hands. You see, so laying on of hands is a type of touch, specific, which is different from the one attached here, you see, the Amanda one, she didn't get this. Because even though attached here, I wasn't laying on of hands. The pastor dressed one, this didn't happen. You leave her, leave her, leave her and go and sit down. Even though attached here, this didn't happen. Pay attention, I want to show you something. But what's the difference? Because each touch, pay attention, please. Let her feel free. Each touch that I touch, I had the motive. So it's the motive that determined what came out of the touch yes you see so we don't call this touch we call it laying on of hands because it's meant to be with it's connected with the spirit you understand so instructions spiritual instructions we call it direction so that you know that it's not extraordinary instruction it's a spiritual thing. It's meant so when we say direction, it's a, direction means spiritual instruction, spiritual act. You understand? So sometimes when God wants to meet you, when God wants to answer you, when God wants to come true for you, sometimes He gives you a direction. So a direction simply means something you should do. And as you do that one, Whatever the reason happens. Please, do you get it? Help her sit down. What was she saying? <laughs> Please, do you get it? Amen. So now, now, because, you see, 
the things of God are very, very simple. But we don't believe it. And we take it for granted. And, and, and sometimes we are so dumb that we don't want the straightforward simplicity. We, instead of doing what we've been taught clearly in the Bible to do, we leave it and we are trying to find other things, complicated things, things that men have decided and, and we are following that as God's way and we are not getting breakthrough. Because none of us can teach God. When you take your car, do you know what it takes that the moment you press something small, the car is going it looks simple, but there's a lot of things. It's the same with God, you understand? So direction is something, and the body of Christ, you see, you can preach all preaching. Preaching, people will only be saved. In fact, preaching without power, no one will be saved. That's why I find people plenty preaching at the town center, but the churches are still empty, and it's been closing up. So even preaching without the power is vain. The letter killeth. The spirit gives life. The spirit is the power. You understand? So a lot of things, if in that case, if God is going to use prayer or fasting, it will be only prayer or fasting. If God is going to use direction, it will be only direction. So if you take away that, you begin to lack. You would lack. And you can be in the church and you will not break through. So the church has become more carnal. So the word kanaya, I don't mean, I don't mean, I don't mean sinful, but I mean fleshly. But the church is meant to be spiritual. The church is never meant to be fleshly. It's purely a spiritual entity. And you see, spiritual things is different from physical things. That's why I use the touching to give example. And I've seen that, especially in this country, many lack and don't embrace and rather are suspicious of the power. What is meant to bring them the power, the deliverance, they are rather suspicious because, but it is because of ignorance. And your ignorance will destroy you, will prevent you. I didn't say, Jesus said, he said, my people, you are a true Christian. You love God, everything. But they perish. Perish means get destroyed. Because of what? Lack of knowledge, which is ignorant. You see? So I want to take this opportunity to teach on this subject, direction, so that you, you will understand it if you don't. So that because direction, you see that your faith, the faith, the determine it's like everything God, even prayer, often everything. Your faith determines the outcome. But without understanding, your faith is limited. With understanding, you get more what? faith. That's why sometimes you understand. Yeah, those who know too much don't have faith. Those who are highly educated don't have faith. Sometimes those who know nothing have the greatest faith. Because they are not full of questions. They just simply believe. Amen. So, direction, I'm going to teach on what? Direction, which simply means spiritual uh, instruction. You understand? Spiritual what? Instructions. Amen. But before that, look at, there are two scriptures I want us to read. 
as we look at the direction. The first one is Hebrews chapter 12. Amen. Verse 22. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22. Amen. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22. Or 12, verse 1 first. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Oh. Okay. We are going to have a few changes. But anyway, we'll make it official. Now we need workers. So, because now we'll be displaying our scriptures on the screen. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, change is important. Amen. Uh, sometimes you are determined to walk a path, but then. No, you must walk on the path. Mm. But the way you walk on the path, when the need arises, you must change. If you walk on the path and you never wear jacket because it said jacket makes you feel heavy, you don't walk fast, and it's true and you are walking, but you are only able to walk on that path because it's sunny. And it begins to get cold, and you can see that now cold is slowing you down. Change your mind and get a jacket and wear so that you can walk on the path. Don't path, but there's always, if there's a better way, you have to change. Inability to change is a weakness. That's why those who always say, I am like this, they are in trouble. Mm. Yeah, because everything as you are doing it, there could be better ways. You yourself, you could find better ways. Situations will be changed, circumstances will be changed. So that's one of the next we are going to do. You still have to bring your Bible, but now we'll be displaying the scriptures. Amen. Amen. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, please. Amen. Hebrews chapter 12. I want to show you something. Yeah. Hebrews mm -hmm. chapter 12, verse 1. Mm -hmm. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off Amen, amen. amen. So as Hallelujah. you see us, we are surrounded by a great crowd of witnesses. This, this great crowd of witnesses, look at the same Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22. So you see, we, we are here. Anytime we meet spiritually, there's a crowd. A crowd means many people. Amen. So Hebrews chapter 12 verse 22 says, See, but you've come to Mount Zion. Mount Zion is whenever we gather. To the heavenly Jerusalem, the city of the living God. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly. Amen. So other, uh, other scriptures say mirage. So when, like we've met here, there are thousands of angels. Yes. Yeah, you wouldn't know, but there are angels here. Oh. Like Tuesday, was it last week, Tuesday, or last two weeks, Tuesday? I, I was standing here praising, isn't it? And we saw manifestation of the Spirit. Was I the one causing it? You think that people are just standing? There are angels working on them. Yeah. And the Bible says Jesus was with them, working with them. So Jesus, sometimes when we meet, he's there. The Holy Spirit is there working. The saints, the saints are there, the crowd of witness. So I just want to know that whenever we are involved in any spiritual activity, like now as I'm preaching, there, there are people behind me. Oh. oh, yes, there are people behind me. There are human spirit behind me. And there are spiritual beings, which are angels behind me, plus the Holy Spirit himself. Yes, 
plus um, Christ Jesus himself, plus um, the presence of God himself. Except the person is not of God in the Lord, not sent by God. So like laying hands on her now, it was a power of the spirit that was released through me to demonstrate whatever I was coming to do. I didn't choose it. Do, do you get it? I don't choose. Don't you say sometimes when I pray, some people go down, some don't go down. I don't know why. Because I, like, I'm not the one causing it. Other than that, like you see me in town demonstrating like magic. So all I'm trying to say, behind the scene, there are what? Crowd who are working. The saints. Human spirit, even the people you are connected to spiritually, those who are dead and those who are alive. Yes. So, for example, Paul said to them, wait, when you gather and my spirit is with you there, then we will judge the person. He was in another country, but I was saying to them, when they gather and his spirit is present there. You understand? So, for example, uh, when we are praying and uh, when we are praying and we say, I cancel. The moment I say I cancel, there are angels that move to cancel it. Because many a time you hear me say, I see. I say, I've seen an angel going to a prison to release your foundation. If I don't cancel the angels, there, so he say, angels are ministering spirits sent to serve you. Other, there's another scripture say that the angels who said, don't bow to me, I'm your fellow servant. So I, like, I'm here, I'm working with angels, not only angels, but saints. All I want to say that there's a lot of witnesses that work and work with us. So anytime you do anything spiritually, anytime you invoke anything spiritually, Anything you are performing, anything spiritual, you will not understand why in the name of Jesus have impact. But in the name of Jesus, there are spirit beings that move to work on that thing. Just like you don't know why your car goes fast. All you have to do is press brake. But the moment you press accelerator, a lot of things happen because it's in the car with you. You don't see it. Do, do, do you get it? That's why I can stand here and things will be happening there. One time, one sister, Selena, said to me, say, which, when they speak like that, I like it. Because that, we, you know, we all have certain mindset. Because we all came from the world. He said, but pastor, today you didn't even touch anyone. But everyone was sick. Everyone was vomiting. So it's natural. It's not natural, which is true. But is it as I'm praying, as I'm declaring, the mirage the angels, the, the power, the Holy Spirit, the Christ himself is working. You, you understand? So when I say I cut the head of the serpent, you see me, but the moment I cut it, there, sometimes, that's why I say, we don't even, the more you get to know God, the more you know you don't know. You understand? So like I cut, sometimes angels cut, sometimes spirit, very fast that you see the cutting. You understand? So whatever you are doing, I'm saying this as a backdrop. It's not your might. Anything spiritual, that's why I say if God is with you, all they need is your word. All they need is your faith. And they will act to it. Even now you should believe it. 
if you have a phone and say, Siri, call somebody, it will call it. All Siri needs is your voice. But Siri, now you are not alone. You have a Siri. That way, if you say, what is the meaning of this? It will tell you. So the series has become like your personal assistant. Yeah. So now you don't need a secretary to say, if you don't believe spirituality, technology even give me understanding of spirituality. Confess you are driving, you have to park and call your secretary, find this for me. But now Siri is your secretary. Siri, find me the meaning of this. What, how does she reply? One second or something. Then the meaning of this is ba 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 ba. So even though you think you're alone, you are not alone. It's the same spiritually. You see, that's why Elisha said, Lord, open the, his eyes so that he will know that those who are with us are more than them. And the Lord opened his eyes and he saw that the whole place was full of what? Angels. Don't take it for granted. Except you are not in the Lord or they cannot be with you. But they are to be with you. Unless it, you drive them away by your activities. But especially when you are ministering, there are ministering angels that have come for what? That purpose. Every man of God, before every service, has engaged with God. And no man of God will just come to service. Before you come, you've engaged with God about the service. That is what we call prayer. Yes. You've gone to a meeting. That's why it's not, it's hours of prayer. Hours of what? Prayer about that service. Please, you understand? This is part of the manifestation of the spirit. It's good. Amen. So, may, the reason I'm saying this is that maybe if, if your mind starts working, so how can these simple instructions bring about this? How can this direction lead to this? Know that there are what? Angels, spirit, not only angels, spirit beings, as explained, Christ Jesus Himself, the Holy Spirit, the presence of God, the angels, the saints, those who are dead, and even people you are connected to spiritually. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Because even though I'm here now, God can take my spirit somewhere, God can connect my spirit to somebody doing something now. Yes. Several times in the spirit, I've seen myself move to a country and back within a split second. Yes. My first time was in Ghana. The, I was praying for my sister. My, the Holy Spirit moved me straight to uh, Beni. Then I didn't even know we were from Beni. I thought we were from Togo. Which is, if it's here, let me say he moved me to France. Within a split second, as I was praying, back, 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 I saw myself being to France and back. Within a split second, showing me a pit that has been dark for me and explain it to me. And I said, I mean, less than three seconds. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. You understand? In the spirits are like lightning fast. Wow. Yeah. That's why sometimes you'll be talking with a prophet and say, now nah, I see my... But if I'm preaching, sometimes I don't say... I, but if I'm praying, I say, I see an angel going to under the sea and bringing... It means my mind, my, my spirit is that I can see what is happening. Elisha said to the servant, when I sent, he said, do not go and collect anything. But when Geza followed him to con- collect, when he said, where did you go? He said, I didn't go. He said, when you were going, was my spirit not following you? Wow, wow. <laughs> Was my spirit after you? How did he know? Because his spirit was, he saw what he's doing. And he said, but you've gone to, is this the time to collect? 
So spiritual is real. As you are here, anywhere you go, the internet is there. You don't, and you don't think all-powerful God, the Holy Spirit. Unless your spirit is not connected, you are not spiritual. Yeah. Because you can be a Christian, but very carnal, not spiritual. Yeah. Amen. So, <laughs> thank you, Holy Spirit. So, just know behind the scene that anything God, the, the host, because sometimes not even God, sometimes it's just the power, a lot of things, but know that there is a myriad of angelic beings. Yes, there are spirit beings at work here. The same way with the demonic. That's why you hear a witch saying he went for more demons. Like the more you get, you hear them say, so he called for 600 demons. That's why one person in the Bible, he had legions, thousands of demons in him. Please, you understand? Okay. So direction. So as I said, behind every direction, there are people who enforce it. So it's not just breaking of bottle. It's not just, uh, it's not just, Red wine drinking, it's not just wherever the direction, it's not just stepping on the uh, asrata, but it's what is connected to the asrata. <laughs> you understand? A lot of things are connected to the asrata. Amen. So now let's go into the scripture. So today I'm just teaching, showing you things in the Bible to know about direction, to understand direction. To be aware and know that direction is in the Bible. It's a tool of God. Amen. It's a tool of God and God uses it and it's very powerful. The first one I want us to look at, amen, is in Exodus. Amen. The reason why I've chosen this one is to show us that direction started from day one. Yes. It's not a new thing. It's not an old thing. Amen. Because you see, everything God, Exodus chapter 8, verse 16. Okay, no, no. Uh -huh. No, we'll come to the Exodus. Amen. But you'll come there, but let's start from 2 Kings. Amen. Chapter 5, verse 9 to 14. The reason why I'm saying we should start from there is it will begin to make you understand direction more. So that when we look at the other ones, it will become clearer to you. Amen. Please Amen. read it for us. Second Kings chapter 5, verse 9. Mm -hmm. So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. But Naaman was wroth, and went away and said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me and stand, and call on the name of the Lord his God, and strike his hand over the place to recover the leper. Are not Abana and Farpar rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee to do some great thing, wouldest thou not have done it? How much rather then when he saith to thee, Wash and be clean? 
Then went he down and dipped himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. Amen. Amen. So this is Naaman, who was sick. He had leprosy. The leprosy he had, leprosy today stands for sicknesses that are incurable. Amen. And the Bible said he came to prophet what? Elijah. Elisha. For Elisha to what? Heal him. Because he's been told that Elisha does heal people. That God uses what? Elisha to heal people. But you notice that Elisha healed him or Naaman received his healing by a direction. You notice that when he came, Elisha didn't pray for him. Elisha told him what he should do to be healed. He gave him a direction. And what was the directions? Directions are always specific. He said, go to the Jordan River, a particular river. And he said, dip yourself seven times into it. Note, not once, not four times, seven times. And he said, you will be what? Healed. Now, where he went, he dipped himself, what? Seven times. When he came up, he was what? Healed completely. How did God heal him? How did Elisha heal him? Tell me, is it by prayer? No. Is it by anointing with oil? No. Is it by fasting? No. But by what? By a specific instruction. You see, and Nehemiah, this scripture is very important when it comes to direction because Nehemiah was trying to connect that what has bathing in water got to do with healing? Because if it's about the bathing in the river, he has two rivers. He mentioned two rivers. From where he's coming from, that is far better. Far cleaner than River Jordan. So you see that it is not the river, dipping yourself in river. But it is the spiritual instructions which we call direction. If he didn't obey it, he would have gone without healing. In fact, he was going without healing. When the man said to him, he wasn't happy, was he healed? No. When he was going, the girl spoke to him. He changed his mind. When he got to the river, was he healed? Till he obeyed the specific instruction, the direction of dipping yourself seven times in water. This is what we call direction. There are so many reasons why God gives direction. I don't know some of the reasons. Many I don't know. But one of the reasons, note, one of the reasons is sometimes, you see, the prayers you need to pray, the level of fasting and prayers, you can't. You don't even know it. So God, by his mercy, God, by his mercy, just gave you an act of instruction that by it he will stand on and deliver you. Because most Christians don't pray. Most Christians, the moment they begin to pray every day for one week or seven, 
four weeks, they think they are doing well. After six weeks, they stop. Most Christians who even pray, their prayer is so shallow. Because when you read that book, what is prayer? You see that prayer is in levels. There's a place in prayer that you are not asking, you are warring. So, direction is one of God's. Remember, he's a Syrian. He's not an Israel. He doesn't even know how to pray. All he needs is healing. And by mercy, dip yourself forth seven times. You will see direction throughout the Bible. Right from the beginning. The same Second Kings. Second Kings, please, let's read it. Chapter 2, verse 19 to 22. There's another direction there. Amen. Amen. There's another direction that I want you to look at it. Please, did, did you pick the direction in it? Yes. So, the instructions, specific instructions, what we call a direction. Because it's not a kind of instruction. The reason why we don't use the word instruction, it's not like go and wash in the river, you'll be clean. We can tell another person, go and wash in the river, nothing will happen. But because it's a specific, backed by the power of God, that's why we call it direction. We can't call it instruction. Because instructions, whenever somebody does, it should be so. But we can't. Because it is the power, not the river. Yes. Amen. Please, do you understand? It's the power, not the river. Amen. Okay, let's read it. Amen. Second Kings chapter 2, verse 19 to 22. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. And the men of the city said unto Elisha, Behold, I pray thee, the situation of the city is pleasant as my Lord seeth, but the water is naught and the ground barren. And he said, Bring me a new cruise and put salt therein. And they brought it to him. And he went forth unto the spring of the waters and cast the salt in there and said, Thus saith the Lord, I have healed these waters. There shall not be from thence any more death or barren land. So, amen. So this is Elisha's first miracle when he received the mantle. So note this. He went to, these people were a group of prophets. And they said, listen, the land we are on is good, but... The water is bad. No one can drink what the water. The water kills people. It makes people sick. So man of God, do something about what? The water. Once again, you will notice Elisha did something about the water by direction. What did he do? He said, bring me a bucket of salt. And the Bible said they brought the what? The bucket of salt. And he took it to the spring, the source of the water, and he put the salt into the water. And he said, this, by this, the spring is now healed. It shall, the land shall no more be what? Barren or what? Death. But note, he didn't pray that God should heal the land, the water. He healed the water. The water became drinkable by a direction of Pouring salt into the stream. An act, an instruction. This is what we call direction. Note, he didn't fast. He didn't even call the name of God. He acted and declared. 
And it was so. But did you read to the end, the 22? You will see that I say, see, he said, uh, the saying on it, so according to the saying of Elisha, which he spoke. So the waters were healed unto that day, Amen. according to what he spoke, by the direction. By the direction. I remember when I started Jesus Dancer campaign, the Lord told me whenever we go, we should sprinkle sea salt at the place whenever we go. And I just did obey. I obeyed. We still do whenever we go, we sprinkle sea salt. But the first day I obeyed the instruction, when I came home, I slept, I had a dream. I had a dream that I've gone to Jesus Dancer campaign. And I sprinkled the salt. And in the dream, wherever the salt touched, you see lightning striking the floor throughout. God was had mercy. Show me that it's not just sprinkled for He was showing me what happens on the ground. You see, because Jesus answered campaign, see, it's like, you know, this war Israel is fighting. One of their challenges, they are, they are there. You can see them and you can target them. Like Jesus dancer camp, we are not moving. We are at a particular place, station all the time, vivid. So they can target you. As you are gone, till midnight, they can come and even do things. Because that's where you come. <laughs> it's not like ordinary evangelism. In, in a sense, it is very easy to target you. But I see, if God is with us, so I had as I wake up, I said, thank God I obey. Perhaps if I didn't obey, he wouldn't even show me. So we do not just sprinkle salt. We don't, it's not just salt. As you see, it's power. It's lightning, earthquake, breaking grounds. So but you see that what saved it? What saved the water? By the direction of what? Bring me salt. And he went to the salt, the water, and he poured in, and he spoke. And it was so according to his word. So you see direction in the Bible. Moses one, Moses also performed similar direction. Amen. Let's read Exodus, please. Exodus chapter 15, verse 22 to 25. Similar. So you see that the point I want to know that all this is being done in the Lord. No, it's according to the word of the Lord. So it's not flesh. Please, do you understand? But there is a place with God that he gives you an act which is a direction. And by that direction. That's why it is it's dangerous to be criticizing what you don't understand. When you see someone rolling on the floor, you don't understand. And many of us, we are being destroyed because we are talking too much. We are saying things we don't understand. Because spiritual things are not carnal things. The Bible says, the Bible says, the carnal man cannot receive spiritual things. Why? Because spiritual things are discerned spiritually. That's what the Bible says. Let's read it. Look at Moses 1. Exodus chapter 15, verse 22 to 25. Mm -hmm. 
So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur, mm -hmm. and there they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. And when they came to Marah, they could not drink the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Marah. And the people murmured against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? And he cried unto the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree, which when he had cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made for them a statute and an ordinance, and there he proved them. Amen. So this amen. Is, amen. This is another direction. So note, the reason why I brought this one is, God was with them, traveling with them. But they got to a place that they were thirsty for three days. But once they found water, they couldn't drink the water. The water, the Bible says, was bitter, undrinkable. So the Bible says, Moses went to cry, pray to God. Pray to God to change the water. But God rather gave him a direction. What was the direction? The Bible says, God showed him a tree and said, go and cut the back of the tree and put it in the water. The Bible says, when he went and do that, the water changed. So you see that God answered his prayer by giving him a direction. One time, I gave my daughter a direction, and she said she's done the direction. When I went to her, I realized she didn't do the direction. Or she just did something. Because if she has done the direction, the number of communion wine that was in her room shouldn't be in her room. It shouldn't be in a room. You see, how did God answer Moses? By giving him a what? A direction. By giving him a direction. And this is right from the beginning. Right from the beginning. When you read the same Exodus, let's read it. Amen. Exodus again. You see right from the beginning, um, Exodus chapter 8, verse 16 to 19. This is right from the beginning. Most of the signs and wonders Moses did was by direction. The signs and wonders that God did with Moses was by direction. We have seen healing. We have seen change of circumstance, change of barrenness, change in situation. All by direction. And look at this one too. Look at this one too. Amen. Look at this one too. Exodus yeah. chapter 8 verse 16 to mm -hmm. 19. Mm -hmm. And the Lord said unto Moses, Say unto Aaron, Stretch out thy rod and smite the dust of the land, that it may become lice throughout all the land of Egypt. And they did so. For Aaron stretched out his hand with his rod and smote the dust of the earth. And it became lice in man and in beast. All the dust of the land became lice throughout all the lands of Egypt. And the magicians did so with their enchantments. Amen. Amen. So this is Moses who have gone yes. to tell Israel, uh, Pharaoh to release Israel. This is deliverance. Deliverance. And Pharaoh said, I will not let you go. And how did God do? So he gave Aaron a direction. He said, tell Aaron to take this rod and strike the earth, the sand. And say, as he strike the sun, the sun that will come, you know, when you hit the sun, will become what? Lies. 
And the Bible says when he did that, it became lies on the whole of Israel. When you continue to read, you see that is when, that was the first time, continue, that the magician said, this Amen. is the hand of God. Amen. The magician said unto Pharaoh, this is the finger of God. Amen. Amen. This was the first time they said that. Yes. Amen. What has God with F? You think F? You think we are just saying, touch F and just spread it? But for all you know, you are blinding the eyes of your enemies. The moment they begin to look at you, eyes, sun will go in. Oh, how did God make them acknowledge? Because before this, I chose this particular one. Because before this one, every miracle or wonder Moses performed, the magicians also performed. How did God make them acknowledge? This was the beginning of their deliverance. It says, strike the sun. So it's not just sun. You see, anything that has power, what Christians do know, is that Satan, and I mean Satan, because there are people, believe me, when you go to witchcraft, when you study witchcraft, there are people in witchcraft that their job is to study the Bible and only confuse or twist the Bible, mock the Bible to make your uh, hope. So there are people whose job is to ridicule the source of power, what is working. And most Christians don't know the what. They sing the same song, or because of what people are saying, they stop. They stop. It's real. It's real. You could see a simple direction. Many don't believe it. Many give them direction, they don't do it. And you can't pray. Because if you can't pray, your eyes will open to see the reality. And you don't know anything. Because if you know it, you will understand why. And what you don't realize is God's mercy to you. God's mercy, God's grace to you. So we saw this to show you what a direction. And even Jesus, the direction, because as I say, see, God is one. God hasn't changed. God will never, ever change. He's the same yesterday, today, forever. Everything from Genesis is the same as uh, Revelation. In fact, the first thing Jesus said, I've come to fulfill whatever you people call it, whether Old Testament or the law, whatever. And he said, not a single dot. The only thing is he updated him, but didn't change anything. Because God didn't start with Jesus. In the beginning was the word, right from the beginning. When God said, let there be life, that was the beginning. Date, let's date, pass. You see, what we don't realize, okay, you, in John chapter nine amen john chapter nine verse one to six you see jesus performed a direction there let's read it john chapter nine verse one to six amen john chapter nine verse one to six mm -hmm. and as jesus passed by he saw a man which was blind from his birth mm -hmm. and his disciples asked him saying 
Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither hath this man sinned nor his parents, mm -hmm. but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. Mm -hmm. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. Please continue. And said unto him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which is, by interpretation, sent. He went his way, therefore, and washed and came seeing. The neighbors, therefore, Amen. amen. Not the way came seeing. Came seeing. No, Hallelujah. Remember, Jesus has healed many people. Amen. There are times he just spoke. There are times he laid hands. But this man, Jesus healed him by direction. Bible says he was blind. And when Jesus met him, Bible says Jesus spit on the ground, mixed it with the soil, and used the paste, clay, the soil, on his eyes. And note, he told him to go and wash in a specific pool. And the Bible says when the man went to wash in it, his eyes were open. Jesus knew the man was blind. So even for the man to go and wash, the man would need help. Why didn't Jesus just heal his eyes instantly? Was the saliva, the soil necessary? Yes. Because that is how God, in the man's case, has chosen to heal. And Jesus sound the alarm, they go back, go back. You will see that when they ask him, who did this man, what made this man what? Blind. blind. Before, oh please, go back. Before he, before he healed the man, he said, and my father, God, it's working. Are you going back, Ronaldo? My father is working, and I must also mm -hmm. work. Yes, sir. Please, quickly. The three, is she there? Amen. Four. So, the three. So, look at what he said at the three. I must work. The wait, wait, sorry. sorry. He said, I must work the works of him. Jesus, the three, please. So he said, what? But that the works of God should be made manifest in him. That God intentionally wants to use this to manifest him. Now look at the four. And look at what Jesus said. He said, I must work the work of him that sent me while it is day. So in other words, whatever he was coming to do is how God wanted. it. Then he went on to spit and make it and paste the eye. And the man's eyes open. So God in his wisdom decided that this one he will heal it not by prayer not by laying on of hands but by direction and that was how he was healed no you can see it this uh, direction is an act of instruction but it's a spiritual one so we call it direction Almost every year, me and my family, we do direction. You can ask my children. Sometimes when we finish that service, we go home, we all do direction. Just that this year, by God's mercy, he has given the church direction. Yeah, look at it. By direction. Are you saying Jesus doesn't know better? Are you saying that Jesus doesn't know he can pray, he can anoint, he can lay hand, and he decided to?
And Moses prayed to God. And God told him to go to a tree, showed him a tree to cut the back and put it in the water. No, you, you can't see it. You see, what even most people don't realize, that Jesus' first miracle, first miracle was a direction. John chapter 2. You know, his first miracle, the Bible said, the, in, in the wedding. John, John, John chapter 2, verse 1 to 11. Let's read all. You will see that that miracle is a direction. Amen. So directions is part of God's miraculous ways and power and signs and wonders. You are trying to figure out how pouring salt on the ground will destroy the works of the enemy. Tell me, can you figure out how pouring salt on the ground make the ice melt? Even that one you should be able to. Are you able to? Are you able to? No. What's up? Do you know, are you able to figure out how you are able to call five people? No. You only know how to use it. If you open the apps, you will see what you call gibberish. <laughs> no, it's true. You see things like zero, you know, like, like the end sign. That's all you will see. But that is why it's making you be able to call people. Because it's high for you. No, are you a programmer? No. So it's high for you. Spiritual things, many sides. That's why you have to believe. And believe, no, believe is not what someone tells you. It's not what a pastor says. It's not what you think. But believe is based on the word, what you see in the word. That's why I'm always showing you the word. You will never lose. If you don't believe what is in the word, you're on your own. Because faith is connected to the word, not what you think or what you want. You can never have faith outside the word. Because faith is in Christ. Our faith is because of Christ. Amen. So that's why I say faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. Amen. That's why I say if you are not obeying, then you don't have faith. And by obedient, I will show you obeying what? The word. You, let's read it. Let's point it out to ourselves. Let's read it. John chapter Amen. 2 verse 1 to 11, please. John chapter 2 verse 1 to 11. Mm -hmm. And the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus saith unto him, They have no wine. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother saith unto the servants, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And there were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two or three firkins apiece. Jesus saith unto them, Fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he saith unto them, Draw out now and bear unto the governor of the feast. And they bear it. When the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and knew not whence it was. Amen. Amen. Take note, the water that has made wine. Yes. So Jesus and his peeps Hallelujah. have been invited to a wedding. They are going to eat, drink, and rejoice. <laughs> and when they got there, his mother came to tell him that, listen, there's no wine. Remember Jesus said, but what has it got to do with me? 
Like, it's none of my business. And, and his mother said to the people, wherever he, told, he tells you what, do it. How did Jesus provide wine? He gave a direction. Note, he didn't pray. What was the direction? He told them to fill a pot that they put water for cleaning. To fill it with what? Water. They are, it was just fill it with water. And when they filled it with water, and I said, fetch it. When they fetch it, it was wine. How did they get wine? By a direction. From the Lord. By a direction. A very simple one. Today, many of you will be offended. Because you are unspiritual. Yeah. You will be offended. Oh, yes. You will be offended. You will be offended. Many of you will be offended. Because you are expecting, you will be expecting, or like Naaman, that the pastor will do something, but the pastor just gave a simple instruction. No, you are not happy. Yeah, yeah. The Elisha one, most of you will say that means he's not from God. Yes, yeah, because he gave you salt. The Moses one that you say, Moses is a demon. He's an awkward because he gave you a back of a tree. Yeah, that's what you say. Since when does this, this make a person of God or not? It's like oil. You, people say because of oil, a pastor is not from God. Yes, I mean, come on. Oil. The oil you use in your hair, you are putting it. Is it not oil? So if, if you have someone bless an oil and give it to you, how can that be wrong? But today, hear people saying because they use oil, they have oil, that means not of God. Please. And all these things is against the Bible because all these things in the Bible. But that's how carnal we have become. That's why we are not seeing power. The worst you even hear, you hear people say, this one is because of money. Because of, do you know how difficult it is? Money. I, no, I may, you see, I was in the world before I became a Christian, before I became a pastor. So I know how the world thinks. And as a pastor, you'll be surprised when even people get to know me as a pastor. That's where they say all the negative things about pastors. This year is nine years since I became a pastor. Nine years since I started. I started. Uh, Jesus dancer. How long have you been in this church? And yeah, dears, how long have you been in this church? They can't hear you. Those online can't hear you. How long have you been in church? I've been here for six years. Six years. Yes. Have you seen me lunch book before? Lunch book before. No. For six years. I've never lunch book. No. But you've been here. I've written more than 10 books. You have, yes. Money, it's not about money. It's too hard. I don't get anything. I don't get anything. This year, as I said, nine years as a pastor, nine years since we started this church, rock, the rock oil, the rock soup, the anointing, I've been giving it out free. We've never sold it before. It is only when we move here. I said, let because make it available. For nine years, my free. Because I'm, I'm, 
as I'm dealing with the person, a need will come for me to give the person. And that's not why I say buy it. I just give. I just give. It's not about money. It's because God in his mercy has told me, now make this oil available. And I'm doing it out of obedience. Out of obedience. Out of, and for how many times do you buy? I'm just saying that because when you hear some of the things people say, so what I'm trying to say, it breaks your faith. It becomes subtle and you lose out because you cannot receive the power you doubt. You can't. It won't work. Look at all the miracles, the breakthrough of Jesus. One of the things he says to everyone, according to your faith, do you believe? So it's connected. So when you have doubt, you lose it. So the enemy main power is with all these things sold out in your heart, in your mind. So that you even think it's money I want. I've done without this for eight years. You think it's my, my family, we are seven. You know the number of bottles I have to get. But I, I know you don't think that, but I'm saying it because these are some of the whispering. Yes, these are some of the whispering. So church, all I'm saying is, there is direction. There is direction. And it's God's mercy. And it's one of God's way of meeting us at the point of our need. Whenever somebody tells that something is not of God, let him show you the scripture or the reason. See, look at Acts chapter 20, verse 9 to 12. So this is littered throughout the Bible. Will I even get time to go on the walls of Jericho? No, we won't get time. But you know walls of Jericho came down because of direction. They didn't pray. Specific. Go around it seven times. And on the seventh day, the last seventh day, go around it seven times. And after the seventh time, blow the temple and everyone should shout. When they obey, what happened? Was that fire? Nothing could bring it. Direction brought it down. Direction. All you have to do is obey. So when we say, when wake up in the morning, wash your face and drink this, you are looking down on it. You are looking down on it. You are looking down. You think it's nothing. Don't you know it's easier not to tell you to do anything? Very easy. Everybody would prefer that. Everybody would prefer that. One time, a sister joined the church and the mother died. Hey, She's called Pastor Madeline. You know, that funeral was even bound from the funeral. The entire church was banned. True story. Things we suffer. We were banned from the world funeral. We were not permitted to the funeral. All because we are Christians. And I remember when she had to go to the funeral, the Lord told me to go and rob under her feet with rock oil and pray. I don't know if you remember. 
So I called her and I went to her house. Then I've barely known her less than a year. And the husband was sitting there. And I knew that and I was doing it. Oh, you think you wouldn't know or maybe if you don't know. But from my experience, I wish 100% I don't need to do that. Because I don't know what you yourself would think of me. I don't know what your husband would think of me. But you see, it has to serve a purpose. So I have to forget about what I think people think and look for the welfare. Yeah. And I went at her hall. She was wearing, I remember, sports shorts. She was also wearing sports shorts. You know sports shorts, like tennis shorts. Yeah. The husband was there. I did my work. I'm a pastor. Physio. <laughs> I did my work. Everything, everything. And I don't know if she knows. But God, through that, protected her, shielded her. She's still alive today. Today she's a pastor. No evil came. If I should fear man or think of one man, I wouldn't have done. Maybe today I would have lost a pastor. We would have lost a pastor. Yeah. Because some, most of the things of God, you just have to be, you don't know. You see, compared to God, you don't know. You see, sometimes when I'm praying for people, sometimes I ask them, how do you feel? What is happening? Not like, I'm not asking them for fun. Me too, I want to know because I don't know what is happening. Because when I'm praying for people, I don't feel anything. The only difference between me is, is like outside preaching, I am very cool, like no confidence. But under the anointing, I am bold. But other than that, it's like I don't know anything. What I know is what I see. So when I ask, I also want to like, it's still nice. It, 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 you know, a beautiful thing. I also want to know. So I'm saying this day, it is easier. It is easier not to say anything, not to give direction. But listen, it's not only prayer. It's not only fasting. It's not only worship. It's not only giving. It, there is a direction part. And if you want to question, question God. Yeah, because it's God who told Moses to go and cut the back of what? The tree. When Moses prayed to him. It is Jesus who said he's doing what God said he should do. Spitting on the ground. Yeah. Look at, let's read it please. Amen. Mm -hmm. Acts chapter 20 verse 9 to 11. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> And there sat in a window a certain young man named Eutychus, being fallen into a deep sleep. And as Paul was long preaching, he sunk down with sleep and fell down from the third loft and was taken up dead. And Paul went down and fell on him, and embracing him said, Trouble not yourselves, for his life is in him. When he therefore was come up again, and had broken bread and eaten, and talked a long while, even till break of day, so he departed. Amen. Have you finished? That's up to 11. Okay, that's it. Amen. Amen. Wow, we thank God. Hallelujah. So, you know Paul, God healed use him mightily. There were times that he just speak, and the people get what? Healed, isn't it? Yes. But you see, this particular one, the man died. How did he resurrect the man? 
Or how did God resurrect the man? By a direction. What was the direction? Bible says he lied on the man. He didn't pray. He didn't speak anything. And he just spoke that the man is alive. And he went back and they brought the man alive. Elisha or Elijah performed similar for the woman whose child died. So we read this just to show that direction is in the Bible. And there's something called direction. That's all I'm trying to show you today. That it's not just the sprinkling of salt. It's not just what? The heating of what? The sun. It's not just marching around. It's not just the blowing of trumpets. It's not just washing with water. But it's a vehicle. It's a direction for your answered prayer, for your deliverance, for your healing, for your breakthrough, for your change, for, for your fruitfulness. It's not ordinary. It's not ordinary. It's not ordinary. It's not ordinary. It's not just a touch. It's a laying on of hands. Everybody was touching Jesus. Nothing happened. But one touched him to take laying on. Something happened. <laughs> so it's not using oil. But it's a direction. It's not going to break the oil. But it is to bomb out your enemy. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.